0: Hello, my name is Ed Frawley, and today we're going to talk about who I allow to pet my puppies and my adult dogs. In both of my basic DVDs, both Your Puppy 8 Weeks to 8 Months and my 4-Hour Basic Dog Obedience DVD, I advise people not to allow strangers to touch their dogs. This section of the DVD and these comments in my DVDs have produced a lot of emails. So I decided to write an article and do a podcast to explain my position and my reasoning for saying these things. First, let's talk about the reasons for not allowing people to touch your dog. To understand this, you must first understand what I expect from a relationship with a dog. I want my dog to see me as the center of his universe. I want my dog to focus on me, and I want him to ignore other humans and other animals. I don't want a dog to look at people as giant petting machines. In other words, I don't want my dog running up to every Tom, Dick, and Harry and expecting to be petted. I want my dog to accept people but be aloof to them. I don't want my dog to be suspicious or aggressive to strangers unless I tell them to. We carry this concept right into our home where we have a number of dogs for our family and each family member has their own dogs. We expect our personal dogs to completely accept other members of the family as pack members. With this said, family members don't train or play with other family members' personal dogs. Family members can greet another member's dog when he comes home with a pat on the head but we don't gush over one another's dogs. Family members can even feed all the dogs in the family, but they simply put the food down. We don't try and take food away or take bones away from another member's dog. Each member of the family can take all the dogs outside to pee and poop. We can even take them for a walk, but we don't play with them when we're out there. This is treated as a sterile exercise. In other words, go outside do your business and come back inside. No games or play while we're outside. The play and the training comes from the person who's the leader or the handler of that specific dog. When we walk our puppies and people try and come up and pet the puppy, we politely but firmly ask them not to touch our dog. If questioned, We simply tell them that the dog's in training as a service dog. In fact, we even have service dog vests for that very purpose. As long as you're not trying to disguise a dog as a service dog and take it into places that normal pets aren't allowed, there's nothing wrong with this. A year ago, I had a number of aggressive, threatening emails from a disabled attorney who had a dog. She disagreed with me on this concept. She thought I was breaking the law when I advised people that they should say their dog's a service dog in training. I basically told her to go pound sand. As far as I'm concerned, I personally breed dogs that are used for working. How my dog reacts in a strange environment is information that I need to use in my breeding program. This woman couldn't bring herself to admit that she'd made a mistake. There are times, though, when we have to rethink this program. If I have a puppy that is very leery of strangers, I allow people to come up and toss it a piece of meat as a treat. Or I even may ask them to hand the dog a treat. I always ask them to put the treat on the palm of their hand. Some dogs are a little uh, nippy in how they take food from uh, a human's hand. I always want to err on the side of safety. I may even allow people to pet a shy puppy just to show the puppy there's nothing to fear. But as soon as my pup is no longer acting kinky or afraid of strangers, this all stops and I go back to the no pet policy. Some pups go through what we call a fear stage. These dogs need this approach. There are also times when a young 10 to 12 month old male dog will go through a goofy stage in life where they need to learn that there's really nothing to be afraid of here. Most of these male dogs outgrow it, but they need to have this different approach to the no pet policy. So my point here is that there is no such thing as a policy that's set in stone when it comes to training your dog. You have to keep an open mind. The question often comes up about service dogs. I'm asked, isn't this philosophy counterproductive to service dogs and my answer is no not when it's done correctly potential service dogs can and in my opinion should be raised with a no pet policy the difference is is that the handler can train his dog that it's okay to go to a stranger and be petted when the handler gives the dog a command this can be done with marker training I have an article on how to train with markers on my website the handler also has to be able to stop the dog from being petted and recall it back to him from being petted. This can be started at a very young age when the pup is going through the groundwork program. And you can read about my groundwork program on my website. But basically, the puppy is tethered to you and you do a recall. And if he doesn't come, you pop him and pop him until he's getting popped. Not that hard, but consistently firm enough so that he realizes hey I have to turn and go back to my owner and when he gets there give him a treat yourself the biggest problem I've seen with this no pet policy is with family members who've not bought into the program there is no easy answer to this one in my opinion this is a serious problem and when it comes up it's a personal problem with you and your family that only you can fix I can tell you this if you work this out And follow these concepts, you will have a dog that accepts you as a pack leader. Your dog will get along better with your family because it clearly understands its rank within the family pack. Dogs that are raised like this are easier to train because they don't get mixed and conflicting signals from being trained by more than one person in the family. New dog owners need to understand that Training and handling are two different things. Family members handle a trained dog when they take them out or when they take them for walks. But this is not training. For dogs to be clear in their head about what's going on, things must be presented in a black and white method to the dog. Allowing two people to train a dog adds a lot of gray into the process and this just adds confusion that's why this no pet concept is so important if you have a puppy and you don't already have my two and a half hour DVD titled your puppy eight weeks to eight months I recommend that you consider it at the same time I also recommend that you get my four hour DVD titled basic dog obedience I tell people to get them both at the same time because You have more to learn than your dog does. Even though your dog is only 8 or 10 weeks old, and the information in your basic dog obedience DVD may not be used for several months, the time to start to educate yourself is now, and not the night before you need to start distraction training. I compare that to a school teacher who is doing lesson plans the night before they have to teach a class. It's just not the best way to do it. So, with this said, thanks for listening, good luck with your dog, and take advantage of the rest of the information on my website, leerberg.com.